Hey, this is Clark from the Down South IT Podcast, and today I'm going to give you my two cents on the Zigbee Alliance. So we have three of the biggest players in the voice assistant provider and Internet of Things world are coming together and they're going to try to start getting a single standard that will be used across Amazon Alexa, Google Home and Google Nest and also Apple HomeKit. So all three are going to be coming together with the Zigbee Alliance, which the Zigbee Alliance is actually a foundation that promotes the standard for Internet of Things. And if you have anything that's smart plug related or anything like that, that actually runs off of a GE product, then you know what Zigbee is. And Zigbee is basically their IP version, their their version of, you know, the, the networking standard that most of their Internet of Things runs on. So with all three of these companies, along with Zigbee, and they also have Samsung, Somfy, and Ikea are all part of the Zigbee Alliance. So all of these companies are going to start working together to have a standard that all of the you know smart devices, inter- Internet of Things devices can use. So you know that all of these things are going to be compatible with each other because as it stands right now, Google has their own standard. Amazon has their own standard, but they're putting so much work into it in the background to where the third party stuff that comes out, the Samsung smart things, the Casa plugs, like what I use, you know, some of the other stuff, the Wemos and different things, all these third party devices, they're having to spend all this extra time and effort to make sure that all these things are compatible with Google and Alexa and Apple HomeKit or, you know, just on the other side of it. And Google and Amazon and all of those are having to make sure that those things are compatible on their end. So as it stands right now, it makes things very difficult for Amazon and Google to make sure that, you know, all these third party devices that they have, not just to mention some of their devices are cross platform and you can use them with either Amazon with Alexa or you can use it with Google Home. So. By coming together and introducing one standard between all of these devices, that'll make things easier for not just them when they're programming all of their stuff and their features, which the features are going to be different. They're going to diverge, of course, because of, you know, Amazon likes some things, Google likes some things. But if they're all on the same standard, then that helps out all of the third party developers like Casa and Samsung and Wemo and all of these others ring so that way everything can actually work together and not just work together but be more secure because there's been more than one time that iot devices thermostats different things like that have been hacked to the point where they can cause a lot of problems especially last year where there was a bunch of nest thermostats that all got together and had one massive denial of service attack on one of the dns providers out in europe And it basically crippled the Internet in Europe for a couple of days, maybe a week. So if things like that can happen, one standard between all of these devices can also help with security. They can each team can have 
you know, their security professionals look at it and they can help each other patch the software. So this can only be a good thing to help secure all of the Internet of Things devices. The only bad thing that I see between all of this is that with all of the, co- the companies that are involved, all of these Internet of Things devices, all these smart devices transmit data at some level. So in theory, that actually leaves more of our data about, you know, turning on locks, turning on security systems, changing your thermostat, that kind of thing. Those kind of data points are going to be shared across multiple companies now rather than just the one from the company that you got the device from. So that may be something that we are going to have to look into and keep under wraps a little bit and see how exactly they're planning on doing that. Hopefully it's something that they'll, they may have like a joint team that will have all just only one joint team that will have access to that data rather than it going across all these different companies, because that is a lot of data from a lot of people that's going to be going across a lot of companies. So that's not good in my opinion. (laughs) These companies already have access to a ton of our data. So if at all possible, we need to be able to limit what gets sent and what they can get. Because it's only a matter of time before something like this gets hacked. It's pretty much an inevitability at this point. So the least amount of data that they have access to from us is the best way to go. But on the flip side, at least the security should be better as well as using things cross-platform. So there are ups, there are downs. We just have to wait and see how exactly it plays out. It's going to be a multi-year thing before anything gets implemented. So we're just going to have to keep an eye on it and see exactly how they're going to do it and then make our choices accordingly. So thank you all for listening. Don't forget to check out the website, DownSouthITPodcast.com, the Facebook page at DownSouthIT, YouTube page. Don't forget to like and subscribe. This has been My Two Cents.